This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? <laughs> what makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bauer. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And we are all in the same country. Woo. It's been a while. It has been a while. I, I don't have to whisper. I sort of miss ASMR less, though. <laughs> well, oh, the FM radio or what, what's it? A- ASMR or less. You know, you know what ASMR oh, okay. is, don't you, Kurt? I don't. It's what, this. What it's this trend where uh, people find it very relaxing to hear certain sounds and the way in which they're presented. So it's usually very calm, and there are the, all these like ASMR videos on YouTube. It'll be people just making clicking noises that people find very therapeutic. Or my daughter listens to spe- that. The, oh. Just the way that they're speaking is very calm and very soothing. And it's a thing. Yeah. It's a to- it's a total well, thing. Like- my daughter like watches them on TikTok. You might like that. I I think it's sort no, of the I'm audio not, yeah. equivalent of popping. Uh, um, uh, shipping bubbles. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy yeah, doing that. Total thing. Okay. And it's called A A M A S M R. A F M R. S like Sam. A S M R. Yes. I'll check that out. Yeah, I was just talking about there's an, uh, we we talked about these Amityville movies. Uh, now there's Amityville Bigfoot, which my problem is Bigfoot. I was thinking, how's Bigfoot getting from the Pacific Northwest to Long Island? But apparently they go to Bigfoot. I don't know how it works. Wait. It, 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 yeah. Now, I thought the house was in outer space. It was. Um, I think there's also like an Amityville in the hood. So I think the, the house <laughs> shot into space. The, the house shot into space and landed in a hood. They are really <laughs> milking this IP for all it's worth, aren't they? Seriously. Well, it sucks that it went into space and then landed in a, like a shitty neighborhood. So I guess kind of lost, you know, right. it's pretty, it's, you know, location, location, location. I'm sure the people in the neighborhood aren't real thrilled about it either. <laughs> no, that's true. Probably landed on another house. Yeah. Cause especially it's like, and then it's the damn Amityville house, you know, they should like, do a crossover with the wizard of Oz. Cause you know, the Amityville house can land in Oz, and, don't you know, squash idea. another witch. Don't put that idea in the universe. It'll, it'll probably happen now. Or they could uh, combine it with the movie Up, because you know that house is floating with balloons. <laughs> yeah, those those two movies definitely on the same wavelength, so that would work. I guess that's yeah. a clash. I'd like to see. Now, is this, of course, like straight to streaming, or do you know? Oh no, I think they're going to wait till Oscar season. We'll probably get into the side screeners of these movies. <laughs> right. No, I don't I don't even know if these movies would be projected on a you know a, a side of the house somewhere. But uh it's Well I don't they know. can't the house flew I, I away. You might be able to project yeah, you 
<laughs> right. I like my favorite thing is if you ever look up because you can look up the address of the Amityville house in Long Island. <laughs> if you look it up on Google Maps, it's like blurred out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that they're like, don't you can't find it. But you know, people always find it. It's kind of like the Brady Bunch house here. There's yeah. always somebody who knows where it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of someone who could use Kurt Fitzpatrick's help. Do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Uh, there's a lot of black China news. We are backed up with it. So let's see. Let's get started right away. So I'm going to I'm gonna do a combination of, of uh, sources here. Okay. This is from HollywoodLife.com. Then we're going to switch over to DailyMail.co.uk. They love black China. All right. Let's start with this. Uh, so Black China is set to fight in celebrity boxing match oh. after losing her $1 million case to the uh, Kardashians. So oh. uh, she, she, she's looking to release some of her frustration. The former reality star appears to have found the perfect venue for doing just that. So she signed up to be the next participant in a celebrity boxing match. The organization took to its Instagram on Sunday, May 15th to announce Black China will be getting in the ring with fitness model slash influencer Alicia Megan. Uh, on June 11th at the Charles F. Dodge City Center in Miami. At the promotional event for the announcement, Black China stepped out in a white bodysuit with her signature Raven lock styled in a sassy bob. The Instagram model model carried a designer handbag as she lifted up a boxing title belt to show the audience that she means business when she steps inside the ring and takes on Alicia. This Alicia is hot, too. Um, anyway, Alicia looked like one tough competitor as she showed up in a Fendi lingerie set and thigh-high black boots. All right, but there's other stuff going on. All right, so let me switch over to um, Daily Mail. They talk about that as well. But then they also say, meanwhile, China is claimed to have recently attacked her friend in a drunken fight about losing her $1 million lawsuit against the Kardashians. The alleged victim, Sequoia King, exclusively told uh, DailyMail.com that the reality star kicked her in the stomach outside of Los Angeles Club on Friday. It's, oh, oh geez. Just four days after her court defeat. So I guess it was a couple weeks ago. Is now facing uh, investigation for criminal assault. So that's going on as well. Did, uh, that, how did she attack her? Was it with an iPhone cord? No, no. Okay, here's, here's what goes on. So, Oh, it does involve a phone. All right, so... <laughs> She says here, hold on, there's so much stuff here. All right, so the 33 mother of one said that China was insulting her all night, uh, then became paranoid that she was, all right, okay, yeah, okay, okay, let me, let me sorry, get back, uh, back up a little. Okay, the two women were out partying in, in central L.A. early Friday morning when China's mood started to switch. Okay, so paranoid, uh, China became paranoid that she was being filmed in the after-hours club. They're in around 5.30 a.m., early time oh. to go to the club. Okay, people have their phones out. She gets a little nervous. She thinks she thinks they're recording her. She went to panic mode, uh, King said. I guess uh, King's the one that got smacked. I was texting on my phone, minding my business, waiting for the club to clear. Then she turns to me like, you, why do you have your phone out? I turn my phone, phone around, and I'm like, we're here together. I don't need to record you. I guess maybe that triggered something. She gets up, and she's yelling at me. She snatches my phone out of my hand and threw it down on the ground, completely shatters it front and back. The two women started arguing, attracting the attention of the club security who ushered them out of the crowd, King said. People started to gather and watch as China continued to berate her friend in the street outside. Oh, man, it goes on and on. Uh, Okay, okay. Okay, there's more, but it's worth it. Okay, (laughs) going back and forth for three or four minutes. I felt like I was in an episode of the reality show Love and Hip Hop. She's calling me names. 
I'm calling her names. So I hit her where it hurts. I told her, you're being a really nasty person to me right now. And that's why you did not win your lawsuit, because you're a very nasty person. When she heard that, she charged behind, towards me. She kicks me right in the stomach. I stumbled back. I got knocked down. So, wow. so that goes on and on. So yes. I just think that, that's, that's on, Black on China the- training for her boxing match. Right. I, I know. Man. Daily Mail really gets into this. Onlookers dragged the women away from each other, and King said she left about 6 a.m. All right. Because, Man. Because, okay. It goes on and on. I was going to yeah. say, because I was going to say that I was worried about Black China because <laughs> she didn't have a lot of time, you know, for a boxing match. She doesn't have a lot of time to train. Because we're already, because you said the boxing match is going to be on June 11th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pride well, we're already in late May. That's not a lot of time to, to, to train. Well, I don't know, but she might do boxing training on her own. I don't, we don't know. Well, it sounds like she is. I hope they get to use props like a carrot top show. So instead of just punching each other, it's like Black China gets to pull out the iPhone cord. She gets to pull out that six foot log <laughs> pole. She gets to pull out her gun. Right. Gun? Is I that what Carrot Top's doing? I don't think Carrot Top has a gun, no. She I, but, that. I want to see her outfit. Her boxing like, outfit? Oh, yeah. Her boxing outfit. Well, this woman, she's boxing. I, I don't know. I think this woman's hot. But, yeah. What's her name? Yeah. Let me see. But here's the deal, though. And I don't condone violence. I don't condone violence. But, no. Se- <laughs> but Sequoia... You don't say that to a person that has just lost a million, multi-million dollar lawsuit and expect them not to, you know, come after you. What All she said, allegedly, is that she wasn't filming her. She's like, I don't need to film you. We're here together. Right. True. True. And I'm not like, right. and I'm, I'm not dissing Sequoia either because, you know. Sequoia, I'm sure, was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm your friend. We're here. I mean, ob- obvious, yeah. obviously, yeah. we're only hearing Sequoia's side of the story, but to hear right. her tell it, Black China just was sort of being paranoid about everything that night. Well, I mean, think about it. She was probably still coming off of the shock of losing her case. You know, I'm sure she was obliterated because of, you know, losing this case and... And she put like her her hard work and sweat into trying to win this, and she did. So there's yeah. another there's like another case coming up. To, there, there's other other news stories. We're gonna have to hit those next week. Wait, what's the other case? I, I mean, these were two stories I I covered. There were there were more stories coming up. You want me to look? Let's no, let's let's just do it next week. <laughs> right. We've spent yeah, a lot of time on Black China already. And it's not and, the Black know, China show. And and you know, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. And, and and yeah. before before we move on, you know, and then and then on top of everything else, there's the GoFundMe that I guess Tokyo Tony has started. Oh man, so much. For her yeah, idea. three days ago, uh, Black China's revenge porn trial against Rob Kardashian will begin on June thirteenth, two days oh, after the geez. boxing match. Oh, my goodness. Man. Well, she's got legal. Busy. She better. She better not get a cold or anything. You know, she needs to. She, she needs to be well, be healthy. Yeah. She's busy every day. And like I always say, Black China, China, you're always welcome to come and talk to us about this. We'll be happy to have you. Yeah. It, It'll make the news. 
an open forum. We'll, you know, we we will give you the open forum to like, you know, tell tell us what's what. <laughs> okay, let's get into this movie. So, right. on YouTube, it was called Killer Teacher, but it was actually called Killer Grades. And, and once again, this movie. In, in spite of how good or bad it was, it did live up to its title. It, 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 it gave you exactly what it, it told you it was going to. Killer teacher. And great, or gr- killer grades, whatever. Wait, oh. Okay, and I get why they changed the title now. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did they? Well, you said they changed it to Killer Grades? Oh no! The person who put the YouTube thing on put the wrong title in their YouTube. They did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the? What's the correct title then? Killer Grades. Killer Grades. Oh, Killer Grades. Okay, yeah. So we start off. We're on an empty. We're in an empty campus, and I always wonder why are kids at school either late at night or in a completely empty campus. Yeah, like that makes sense if it were a college campus, but it doesn't make sense at all that they would even allow that on a on a high school campus. Right. Exactly. So you see a girl, she's crossing the street. It's empty, so she has no reason to worry. But then all of a sudden, a car's coming she gets pushed into the street and gets run over. So I wrote, wow, they got right to it. <laughs> Don't waste any time. Because it happened in less than five minutes. Like, you know how we have our cold opening? That was like a freezing opening. Because that was just like, boom, it just happened. <laughs> there was no lead up, no nothing. Yeah. So, so then... We see a mother-daughter, you know, but it's a lifetime, so that's a trope, the mother-daughter trope. Mm-hmm. And the daughter, is Michelle, is joining the, the academic decathlon team. And she's not happy about it. She really doesn't want to do it. And, but the mom is, like, pressuring her to do it. And so I wrote here in my notes, the mom needs to get a life, and she needs acting lessons. Ooh. She, she, you know, these, the actors in this movie definitely went to the park ranger acting school. Well, there's one actor who definitely did who's in this movie. (laughs) I was going to point that out. They, you know, they, they went to park ranger acting school. They were park ranger acting school alumni. Well, when you see some of the scenes, I think there are two scenes coming up by, Sarah's dad. Yeah. 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 He needs to enroll in HB Studios. Yeah. <laughs> or, or something. HB Studios. Or, or something. So, so then the mom says, the mom, the mom, who was beautiful, she couldn't act, but she was very pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. So, so, so I thought she, she was okay. So she says... Your dad would have been proud, which means he's dead. I see dead people. So That doesn't mean he'd be proud. Well, you know, when they talk about... <laughs> yeah, would be. Like, in other words, he would be if he were here. 
if he, he were would alive, be proud. He'd be proud. He would be proud. Are you sure he'd be proud? What a big so, assumption to make. <clears throat> right. So, so we find out it's two days before school starts. And so she's going in to take like this, I guess, placement test for the decathlon or to, like a test to see if she to make the team is to make the team. And I wrote here, the school is creepy and these kids are all, all weirdos. Why do you think the school was creepy? Because it was creepy. And, the people, <laughs> and everybody in the room looked like creeps. Didn't I didn't you guys think the think that? school was creepy. I did think that the these other kids on this decathlon team, like everyone in this movie took the um, uh, decathlon so seriously. Like, like seriously. Like, like you would have thought yeah. that they were going to like the Super Bowl or something. Everybody. Yeah, but Yeah, but did you ever see that documentary about those kids in the spelling bee and how seriously they take it? Well, I pressure. So those little elementary school kids grew up to be these high school kids. These the, the people in this movie take this. Um, uh, what kind of decathlon was it? What do they call it? A um, uh, an academic academic decathlon. decathlon. The people in this movie took the ac- athletic decathlon as seriously <laughs> as the people in the San Fernando Valley take karate in Cobra Kai. Yeah, like the, yes. everyone in Cobra Kai is like way, 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 way too into karate. And this movie, yes. everything that it's done. Revolves around this fucking decathlon. Maybe that's how and, kids are these days. Well, no, it wasn't like, just the kids, though. It wasn't the kids, the parents, adults. the teacher. Everybody was like, everybody is. Because the mom, the mom, you would have thought that the girl was going to win a Nobel Peace Prize the way the mom was acting about it. <laughs> and the teacher is so intense about it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do we know? Is there even a cash prize or anything? I, don't, I think it was just the the. The inference was that, it, you know, if you're on this team and the team does well, it really helps you get into a good college. I get that. But the the level, the extremes they go to in this movie are absurd, and I loved Seriously. it. And, and, and then we'll get to, like, you know, what ended up happening later. But I'm like, you didn't have enough of the item that they were using. They need, They all needed it. Right. Uh, so, so Let's get to that. So, um, the so she goes to the room. She makes a friend, Sarah. Um, so then we go. We cut to her mom, and her mom's sexy friend, which is another, which is another uh, lifetime trope: the sexy, yes. sassy friend. Well, and also like a, an edge of trashiness. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Edge. Yeah, this woman was always, trash. Always, we find out. Uh, we find that this woman was pretty trashy. We always favor that. Now that woman, like she, she could be a sister of Alina Douglas. What do you think? I don't know who that is. You don't? Who, yeah, Alina Douglas, Douglas was. Um, Ileana Douglas, you mean the yes, actress? Ileana, okay. Ileana. <laughs> I was like, who's Alina Douglas? I know who Ileana Douglas is. Ileana. Okay. Well, it doesn't look like Alina. <laughs> I was like, who's Alina Douglas? <laughs> I know her more from her print work. Yes, Eliana. Oh yeah, so she she was very pretty as well, but she couldn't act either. <laughs> she didn't act either. So, and and did you notice that every room was echoey 
the sound like they had an echo. There was one point where it sounded like it was an ADR, but it was a bad ADR. It's yeah. like he, re- he recorded his dialogue into a bowling ball. <laughs> it was probably one of you two know. things. It was either that the sound was bad when they did it because the, they didn't have a lot of extras there because of COVID, or it's because we watched this on YouTube and it may have been a really shitty upload. Nah, maybe. It was only one little one section. By the way, the extras are in the credits. They put the extras in the Look at that. Credits. Oh my God. <laughs> well, well, I did extras, not look these people up. The extras, I noticed, had a lot of business. Had some business being there. Like, they yes. gave them business. <laughs> they gave them business, <laughs> but not a paycheck, maybe? Right some people, maybe, yeah. They got screen credit. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, so, so we find out that these women are they're publishers, right? Yeah, the, yeah it's like a the, yeah. yeah they do manuscripts and stuff. I love that Catherine uh, explains to Wendy what a, an athletic decathlon is. By the way, like they're they're basically assuming the audience doesn't know what the fuck this is, right? Yeah, it's one of those things you can just figure out by seeing the words. But. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe Wendy didn't know. Wendy is the. Blonde woman, the one that I said was has an edge of trashiness. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Wendy wrote this book. I thought we were going to find that out because she she gets she gives her this manuscript, and she's kind of coy about it. Right. Boy. And uh, we find I out she's coy because she, uh, she had a, a a history with the guy that wrote it. Yes. Wendy. Right. So right. Yeah. We yeah. find out. We find out our Wendy. Our Wendy gets around. We find out. Yeah. And is, and is like proud of it. She owns yeah, it. Yeah, but she's very sex she's very sex positive. And I'm all and I'm all about sex being sex positive. But 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 you gotta be careful. There's that saying, don't shit where you eat. Like if it affects your business, you shouldn't sleep around with people that you do business with. And we find out that Wendy shot where she ate a lot. <laughs> oh, so then we cut back to the, the classroom and Michelle, they're all, the kids are all taking the test. It's very intense. And then Michelle like gets up. She has like this look on her face and she turns in the test and the teacher takes her test and he gives her total attitude but then everybody else is still working on the test and everybody is looking at Michelle like, who the fuck is this? Was she new to this school? I th- I don't know. I, I don't I don't believe she was new to the school, but I believe this is her he's a new uh uh decathlon teacher. Yeah. He's new to the school, the teacher is. And she's okay. trying out for the team, I think, for the first time. Yeah. Because we didn't find out what grade she was in. No. But they did so, make it, like, the way they treated her is, like, nobody even knew her sort of peripherally from around the school. Nobody. No. And what, okay, so who was the, who was the angry woman, the, the, the angry student? What's her oh, name? Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Carrie? Yes. Okay. And what was because the guy, Carrie- her, the guy, her friend? Oh. I think that's Gatton. Right? Gaten or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Galen. 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 Galen? 
Yeah, it was Galen. I, I, th- I thought it was Gatton. Because when, okay. when they were texting... Yeah, G-A-L-E-N. I just found it was G-A-L-E-N. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, so there Curry. was this girl. This girl was way too bitter to be a teenager. Like, she and Galen both thought that Michelle, she must have cheated. I wrote my note, these nerds are intense. Yeah. But very, that that Carrie had anger issues. These are hardcore nerds. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, no wonder you're nerdy and have no friends. You're mean. Well, also what was wild about it is, like, I get that they want to portray these kids as being ultra competitive, but wouldn't you want somebody that's smart and good on the team with you? If it's right. a decathlon, don't you win if the team wins? Right. Yeah, but Curry was worried that she was going to get edged out at that point. But she didn't, she and even it. throughout the movie, then when she wasn't, she was still bitter about Michelle being there. She was pissed. Yeah. She's, she's, she's one of those people she worries about what it hasn't happened yet. She's one step ahead on the anxiety. Yeah. It's but I like yelling, <laughs> like yelling at everybody. Very briefly, it looked like Galen was like kind of making a move on Curry, but Curry's all angry and everything. And then uh, Galen says, do you, want to, do you want to get coffee or something? She's like, no. So you think, right. well, you got a coffee with her. She's just going to keep rattling, <laughs> rattling off. No, no. And know? Carrie, by the way, Carrie didn't need any coffee. Yeah. Carrie did not need caffeine. That's the last thing she needed. Yeah. Because she was way too hyped up. And I don't know if Galen needed a girlfriend. No, true. True. Oh, so then... What are you so saying? Then, I'm just saying his name is Galen. That's all, all I right. said. Galen. Galen didn't need a girlfriend. Was his name really Galen? Yeah, G-A-L-E-N. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. on the screen. Okay. And I, I know somebody named Galen. Uh, all right. So, oh, so then Michelle and her mom, I forget her mom's name. Um, I believe it's Heather. Was it Heather? Catherine. She looked like a Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, I think it's Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, yeah. So Michelle and Catherine are having dinner, and uh, as they're having dinner, Michelle notices her teacher on the other side of the room. And now her teacher is very, her teacher is very handsome, very young. Oh yeah, very cute. Very very cute, and he's pretty much like he's still. Uh, I consider him twink age. Like, and if he wasn't, he was on just on the verge of aging out of being a twink. I would call him a twunk. He's a twunk. A twunk. Yeah. A twunk. Yeah. yeah the ranks are, the, the ranks are uh, twink, otter, and bear. I wouldn't say that those are ranks I, because there, ranks. there is a, a Venn diagram where th- those things overlap. Yeah. Cause okay. And okay. for those of you who don't know, a twink is a young, skinny gay guy. Very skinny. Not necessarily skinny. Oh, you don't think all twinks are skinny? No. It could be a chubby twink. Okay, I think so I was kind of a chubby okay. twink. Okay, so then a young, so then a young, a young gay man. A young gay. Young and smoothish. Yes. And so this guy Kind of naive. So this guy looked like he was, and I don't, you know, he the, the character was not gay. That was for sure. But he he looked like a twink that was aging out of the system. 
the gay community is like menudo. You hit a certain age, and we're like, sorry, you gotta go. And then and you could tell because he had it's a like beard. the Foster like, system. And he had a he had a beard, which you know that means like I'm I'm maturing now. But doesn't that mean something else in the gay community? Have, having a beard. Well, the phrase uh, having a beard does mean something. Yes. Okay. Right. That but he mean, had an actual beard. Yeah, that, that means and, that uh, you're pretending to be straight, so you've got, like, a wife or a girlfriend. Right. Right. So then but you age been, out of a twink and you become an otter? No. Not necessarily. No. Not, not, not necessarily. Ot- so, otter is a little... A twink is less about body type. Otter and bear are more about body type and, like, amount of hairiness. Yeah. Okay. Is there, is, is there anything else besides those? A wolf. There's a wolf. Mm-hmm. There's a daddy and there's a zaddy. All right. I don't know if we have time for all this. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know when I'm going to get involved in a heterosexual uh, situation or any a conversation. If it's not this, I'm, I'm, I'm being invited to see to take me out on Broadway. And, and you know, Did you go? I've, I've, yeah. But I've had, I've, you know, I've, 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 I've had my fill for a little bit. Do you saw Jesse Williams <laughs> naked? Yeah. Did it look good? Do you look good? I mean, so this is the guy from Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah. Yes. We were sitting all the way in the back. I I probably could have seen it from my house. Wow. Oh. Size of this thing. It's like the Hubble telescope. And I don't know, you know, I'm not looking at a bunch of naked guys, but I see that. You, you, you can't deny it. It's like, Jesus, this is like tremors. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like oh jesus glad i'm not in the front row at this <laughs> yeah take me out means like it's gonna knock me out right. no i'll make a slap with that i'll yeah. get a concussion i'll be in a coma for a month <laughs> oh god one of my favorite uh like little you know meme videos that i've ever seen it it makes it never ceases to make me laugh when i see it is it uh, it starts and it's the whitney houston video for i will always love you and it's like reaching the climax of the song where like it it kind of goes silent and then that snare hits to go back into the song so it's like you see and they're like zooming in on whitney and then <laughs> right when the snare hits they cut to a port of a guy's really big penis slapping a woman in the face yeah you said it to us <laughs> Yeah, we saw that. You sent it to us. Next I think years. I may have even mentioned it on the show before now that I think You did, it. you did. Yeah, you totally <laughs> sent it to us. Uh, <laughs> never ceases to, to make me too. laugh. I think I, Kurt sees more uh, more penis than we do less. I, I have in the last month. I know. And I don't know. That. Well, enough is enough. And this has been some month. I, I don't need to be seeing all this. Well, look, sharesies. Just send it right. our way. Right. I went to a spa. There was things going on there. I, I, I have a friend who, who just walks. He thinks it's funny. He's like staying with me. We're not going to say what his name is now. And he thinks it's funny just to be naked. So I said, you know, I don't want to see this. Wait. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, really? He does? In, in, with me, I guess because I'm uncomfortable about it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I used to. Well, when we did a show in Chicago, I would always like drag Kurt to gay bars and like yeah. sometimes be like, I'll meet you here and then be late on purpose. <laughs> you know, what's yeah, really funny is you, this, I'm, 
Oh, go ahead. Kurt. <laughs> go ahead. No, no. I said if I'm, I, you know, the the tests are over. I'm I'm straight. I, I <laughs> if I'm gay, we we I'd know by now. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that we have talked more about sex and penis in this episode than we did in the episode where we interviewed a guy from Pornhub. <laughs> by the way, no, there's another one. By the way, I met people I met people over the weekend mm-hmm. and I was telling them about the podcast and then I told them about that episode and everybody is like, "Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me." Yeah. So yeah, so, I was at a party like the night before we did that. I, I told somebody this. The, the guy's like, "I've heard of that guy." Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the episode where we interview the the math teacher from Pornhub, it's the episode right before this one. Go go listen to it. It's it's like a special uh, one off bonus episode. But because uh, then I have to explain. No, he wasn't in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> we just fell in with someone who we needed to interview. People listening to our show for the first time, they're hearing this episode like, what? What is this show about? Yeah, it's supposed to be about love, Lifetime of Hallmark movies, but they were talking about penis and porn and Black yeah, China yeah. for 10 minutes and math. My spa Welcome. experience was good. The other stuff, I, didn't, I, I did not bring that upon myself. Well, that... I have no problem going to a that. Korean spa. Okay. Anyway... So speaking of so 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 speaking of like you know, Dick. He, <laughs> no, <laughs> we were moving. We were transitioning. The teacher, the teacher, the the, the teacher sees <laughs> the teacher whose last name is Johnson. By the way, right? Is it really? Yeah, Mr. Johnson. Yes. Oh, so boy. he sees he sees Michelle and her mom having dinner, and he proceeds to go to the table and totally hit on Catherine. Oh, well, he didn't do it too well. <laughs> but they blatantly start hitting on each other. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that crosses the, the line. To the point that Michelle was getting very uncomfortable. <laughs> and then he tells her, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you're in, not only are you in, you got a 100% on the entrance test, and you finished a test that is designed for students not to finish. You actually finished it. And, and, she, and she got everything right. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, you're definitely, you're definitely on the team. And then Curry walks, <laughs> Curry's there too. I guess it's the only like, restaurant in town. Yeah. I guess. So a place where food is available. And she sees it and she goes, What? <laughs> It was you know. such a funny moment because she's just in the background and you see her like <laughs> that that face of like, are you fucking kidding me here? Like, because right. he's sitting it's there at the man. table with Michelle. And starts she texting. <laughs> well, then her dad yells at her, you know, Curry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so then, <laughs> so, so then we then see a burglary. Someone breaks in the house. And they start, they start rifling through Michelle's stuff. Whilst wearing a black hoodie, by the way. Right. Right. And they're rifling through the stuff. And then um, Carrie and – no, not Carrie. Uh, Michelle and Catherine had gone to get ice cream. So they are coming home with their ice cream cones. Um, as they walk into the house, Carrie oh, – no, not Carrie. Michelle yeah. drips – 
some ice cream on the floor. So Catherine goes to get a towel and oh. almost catches the feet. She goes to the kitchen, turns on the light. So you're like, oh, okay, if he's going to get caught, he's going to get caught. Okay, not caught. And you would think that you would just leave that light on for a few seconds, but she immediately turns the light back off, even though she suspected hearing something. Right. Right. Well, she's very um, environmental conscious. Yeah. Just not, she's not going to leave those lights on, even if someone's snooping around back there. Right. So, so the thief gets away, and then we see Catherine, she, she's in the office. Or she in the office. She's reading a parenting book, and Wendy is eating a salad. Wendy looks like she eats a lot of salads. And they... Well, she's dating. And so they're talking, you know, they're talking about the book. And all of a sudden, we find out that... Because, oh, then Catherine's like, okay, so Wendy, I hope you haven't slept with the person who wrote this book. And Wendy's like, oops, I did. No, she says she dated so we don't know if they went all the way it's wendy we're talking about i'm sure they did all right um and i noticed <laughs> that they were in los Feliz. they were on vermont near skylight books oh, vermont vermont avenue vermont yeah. avenue vermont avenue i live near vermont avenue so i was like i was like i recognize that street corner are all the avenues state names or just for Vermont sort of an anomaly? Uh, That's an anomaly. I, yeah. Yeah. So they're back in class. The, Mr. Johnson. We, we, we should also point out that the book that this uh, guy that Wendy slept with wrote, it, it's a, he's like some sort of parenting guru. And yes. Catherine tells Wendy that the book's going to sell better if there's some kind of case study to prove that his parenting method actually works. Yes. And, um, and is this where Wendy tells Catherine, like, you know, I've been telling you for years, you should write a book about parenting. Yes. Okay. So then in the classroom, Mr. Johnson tells the class, that we're all in this together. So everybody gets the same grade. So if one person fails, everybody fails. Or, or yeah, it was, they were, everybody was going to get the lowest grade in the, the class, lowest grade. Whatever yeah. it was. That sucks. I know. It does suck. But yeah. also, but then yeah. wouldn't that prove my theory of why the hell would Carrie be upset if someone good is on the team? Right. Right. Yeah. But this, uh, this becomes Lord of the Flies. With, it know. really does. And I wrote here with the outfit that the, that Mr. Johnson was wearing, he looked like a kid playing dress up because the suit was too big. Oh, like he's wearing his dad's clothes. And, yeah. And then this teacher, he's out of line, though. He's like, because one of the kids is like, well, what if we have jobs? Like, what if we have after school jobs? Because some kids need to have after-school jobs. You know, that's a common thing. And he's like, quit your job. Well, Galen worked at this, the, the coffee on Main, and then that's where they ended up meeting after school like, yeah. all the time. But the, the coffee place where Galen was working. He tells this poor kid, like, quit your job. Like, we don't know what his, his family's financial status is. Like, he might be helping out the family. Like, we don't know. Right. And he's just like, yeah, you don't need that. 
Right. <laughs> you don't need that gun. This, Quit. You, you, you work there forever? And in the Quit. same the same exchange, he's going on a, like trying to get him fired up to win because he says he's tired of losing the decathlon to big city schools with a budget. Right. Yeah. Insensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Classist. So, so, and then they have a teaching montage. Like a study montage. Oh, yeah, yeah. study montage. Now, I, ca- mentions- I called it an everyone is working hard <laughs> montage because Catherine was in it too. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, this is right. fascinating. The, he mentions the Fibonacci sequence. Oh. You know what the Fibonacci sequence is? What? It's, it is, they mention it in this, this, this movie. So the next number is, find the next number by adding up previous two numbers. So it'll go zero, one, you add zero, one, you get one. Then you add one, one, you get two. Then you add one, two, three, and you add two, three, you get five. So it's zero, one, one, two, three, five, eight, 13, 21. That's what the Fibonacci sequence is. Got it. Well, they I, all- I don't know what you use that for. Kurt, what? you should start a Pornhub channel right now. There you go, Well, <laughs> I'm trying to segue my way into that. I have my own math lessons, and I need to uh, insert it in any way I can. There's your in. Well, <laughs> they all listened to Kim Kardashian, and they got their asses to <laughs> so, so then... So then they get their grades back. And so Sarah, one of the other students, got all the answers wrong. So that means everybody failed. Well, she got, they got, she got a 71. And, oh, she got a 71. And then he started grilling her with questions. And she got all those answers wrong. Oh, maybe and I so, skipped ahead. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. Um, and so then Carrie, like, lost her shit. And starts yelling at Sarah. And then um, Michelle comes home and uh, Catherine and Wendy are working. And then Wendy's like, oh, I hear your teacher's a hunk. And, These ladies and, are horny. And, and Michelle look, is like, come on, mom, really? And I wrote the, the, that they basically looked like they were ready to work the pole their office attire yeah yep i think what had happened previously they were quizzing each other and they were trying to figure out what what characters were in what shakespeare play mm-hmm. and sarah was getting it all wrong yeah poor sarah like, fellow and she'd say henry v no it's a fellow like she didn't she didn't know uh, they said the m word you know you can't do that well, you're not nope. supposed to do that on stage. You're not, no, you're not supposed to do it in a performance space. I don't say that word. I don't say it at all. I think I we're being either. very generous if we're calling what's happening in this movie a performance space. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they said the M word. That's why. Uh, they did and they cursed themselves. Yeah. yeah. There's a way around that, too. If you say that word, there's a way to, like, reverse the curse. You have to do this whole thing where you, like, walk outside, walk back in, and, like, knock and on it, the door. And, and then don't you have to spit or something else? I don't like it's a, it's a whole It's a whole thing. It's better just not to say the word. No, don't do it. What would you do if I said it right now? Don't, don't do it. 
Why? Well, I didn't say it. So it's, 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 oh, it's not perform- We're doing a podcast. It's not a performance. Uh, you can it, say it, I didn't say it. I'll no, say it. Macbeth. I said it. <gasps> there. Ooh. Scottish play. You're also not supposed to whistle. That's why not. Oh shit! Now we're done for. You're not supposed to. Yeah, you're not supposed to whistle in a theater. No. And you know why? Why? Because the sandbags. When they would fall down, they would it would be like a whistling sound. So if people whistle, somebody might think a sandbag is falling down on their head. Uh, similar to like when I'm in a car and I hear a car crash sound in a song, always yeah. freaks me out. Like that the Bobby Brown song, uh, "My Prerogative" at the beginning, that big car crash would always uh, throw me off when I was in the car. My right. prerogative. <laughs> oh, okay. So so then. Um, Michelle gets a text, and the next day, Sarah is not in class. Mm. And um, everyone got, you know, everyone got a 71, and then we later see Sarah, and she's having a breakdown. But she's having a total breakdown. And Sarah is like, she's done. Then... um, done. So then we see Michelle. She's walking near the bleachers. Then she walks into the locker room. Nobody's in this locker room. And then we see someone like run past real quick. And then also it was insane. Like these kids were on an a, a an academic decathlon team. So okay, right. it makes sense that maybe she'll hang out by the bleachers to do some studying. But kind of weird that she's like, okay, I'm gonna go in the locker room now. Right. I'm gonna change into my my math workout clothes yeah yeah that fibonacci sequence left me all sweaty i better shower <clears throat> so so then there's someone else in the in the bathroom and oh, I hate that. she looks over and sarah is unconscious and I'm gonna run and get some water, so you guys continue on. I'll be back. Okay. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah's like on the on the floor of the locker room, passed out. There's an empty bottle of pills, and yeah. uh, so then they cut to some man in a suit is telling Michelle that she saved Sarah's life by rolling her on her side. Um, Sarah's still unconscious though because of the overdose, and Michelle is upset and she's beating herself up. Very sad. Sarah's very smart. They're pointing how smart she was. Yeah. She knew to turn someone on their side. Yeah. Now, who is this man? He keeps showing up. Is he? An, first, I thought he was an EMT. Is he a cop? I didn't. I, it wasn't clear to me either. I didn't know if he was I, a detective or if he was I, the principal. Because I think he was a detective. The principal. No, because he didn't was, he I, show up I, later? Because the, the first scene, I was like, oh, he's not the principal because he doesn't even <laughs> like. He just refers to this girl saved her life. Like he doesn't know who she is. I thought he was a detective. I, at first, I thought he was an EMT, like one of the EMTs. In a but suit, he, though? Like a business suit? Well, he's a plainclothes EMT. <laughs> and then, but then after... <laughs> there, there are many cases where you need an EMT to be undercover. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. I guess he was a detective. Uh, hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, where so you're at the detective and the, de- the the detective who went to the 
to the park ranger acting school talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And so that's not uh, possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And did you talk about the bottle of pills? Yeah. So I'm thinking that what they should do like behind the scenes, like movie by the making of this. And what happens is they had a stellar cast and they all die at once. Like I'm going to mention it again, King Ralph. And so they run into this, like, wait, let me take a shot at What's that? <laughs> take a, a shot. shot. Take a shot every time Kurt mentions King Ralph. So the whole yeah. cast, whole cast gets wiped out. So they run. Is they, they, they have they have a camera. We have our cameras rented in their location. What are we gonna do? So they run into like the nearest like this this bad acting class. They go, come on, hey everybody, come with me. You're all in the movie now. Uh, anyway, so then so then speaking of speaking of um of Park Ranger <laughs> acting school, Sarah's dad shows up. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> that. Do you think he was somebody's friend who was like, well, his friends aren't being honest with him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A friend would let this guy go to acting. Like the friend of the director or something. Like, hey, man, I'll give you a part in my film. Well, I think you have to add with money. Then I would go along with that. He's a friend with money. (laughs) Right. He's the one picking up the checks. Um. So, th- so then later we find out that Sarah is actually stable. Like, she didn't die. She's stable. Michelle is feeling guilty because she's thinking that it all happened because of all the pressure that Sarah was getting because she wasn't doing well. And so... Um, oh, I wrote here, who was lusting after the mom? The teacher still? I wrote, someone uh, was lusting after the mom. No. I don't um, I don't know what you're referring to here either. Okay. Anyway, so then we cut to the class. Everybody in the class is depressed for a, a valid reason. They're, you know, one of their classmates. Not Curry. Possibly OD'd. And the teacher is like, oh, come on, kids. It, that doesn't matter. And he attempts to give them a pep talk. Like, well, so what? You know, shit happens. Is that what I thought this is where Curry was kind of like, he was trying to like process it with the class. And Curry was like, can we move on with, with a lesson today? Um, and, and I wrote here, I wrote Carrie the heartless bitch. She's, she's forced to apologize. Yeah. The teacher makes her apologize. And, um, but then we, we get a peek into Carrie's purse and there's a bottle of pills in there. Yeah, Galen sees it. Yeah, and Carrie shuts that bag fast. Yes. And um, so then we see uh, Catherine, and they're with Wendy. They're preparing for a meeting, and we then find out that Wendy, like, slept with that guy, too. (laughs) Who? It's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. That's the author of the book. Oh, Okay. Oh, that's right. Because uh, then Wendy, well, we Wendy, are, we up. are sex shaming Wendy, and we only know about one partner that she's been yeah. with. Don't slut shame, slut celebrate. Yeah. Um. Oh, I mean, I I'm not slut shaming. I'm just like, don't shit where you eat. Don't sleep with your clients. I think she slept with him and then made him a client. Like she brought him into the fold, uh, figuratively uh, and literally. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> too too far. Man, no, it's just, you know. 
So, so then, <laughs> so, so, so then they throw so much today. at the tank, right? <laughs> they, they they start arguing with this guy about the price of printing this book. Yes, and he's like, "You better print my book." Or else. He's a pretentious oh, yeah. D-bag, by the way. And what I thought was weird is, you know, I thought Wendy was bringing this guy in to kind of help him out. Like, hey, here's my author friend. He's got this book. You know, we can publish it. Like, we'll both do well, win-win. But he's right. making it seem like his book is a hot property and everyone wants it. Right. Right. And he's like, you're lucky yeah. to have me. He's like, no case study. No nothing. No notes. Oh, so, so then we cut back to the school and Carrie's and Carrie's not acting dad is yelling at the teacher and he wants to shut the competition down. He wants to cancel it. Mm-mm. Nope. Not going to happen because her, her dad then is getting is in the parking lot in broad daylight and he gets hit with a hammer and stopped in a trunk of the car. We should look up his other act, acting credits. He might be a dentist who like is able to um, contribute some of the financing. Why dentist? Why you say dentist? Going on there, like he's somebody's friend or something. Why do you say dentist? Why do you think that? Oh, I've just heard that happens. You know, because a dentist, he's got money, and then like you know influential people might be using the dentist and he's like, Oh, I wouldn't mind. I could give a little money your way, but I have to have a part, you know, if we have a part in, and you know, killer, killer grades, yeah, it could work. So, so the next day we learn that the decathlon world is heartless because there's no grass growing under their feet. The next day we walk in and we have a new student, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, who, Kevin, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. And we find out Sarah has been replaced. And then and even Michelle is like, okay, that's like cold-blooded. And But then uh, Mr. Johnson says, well, if Sarah comes back, then Kevin will be an alternate. And even Kevin looked shocked at that. Like, are you kidding? I am? Oh, okay. Um, and, and the teacher just kind of looked at him like, shh, shh. <laughs> um, Don't worry, she's not coming out of the coma. So, so then, um, Michelle gets an answer wrong, and Carrie just, like, flips out on her. Yeah. Like, get it together! The question yes, about Andrew sure. Jackson. She was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, so then we cut back to Wendy and Catherine. They have an order. The order has to be done by next Friday, though. This is like a Hallmark plot now. Yeah. Where all of a sudden they need to work together for this project, which inexplicably has an insanely uh, quick deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Busy so ladies. We, so then we cut back to the school, and Kevin is trying to talk to Michelle, but she wants nothing to do with him. Um, then we go back to the class and there's more quizzing. Kevin's getting the answers right. Uh, then Michelle goes to visit Sarah in the hospital. She's in a coma. And so 
Um, it's like complaining to her. If I'm in a coma, I don't want to hear all your complaints. Right. But you're a captive audience, so you got to listen. Yeah, I guess you can't go anywhere. No. So, so, so then Michelle, then Catherine is, comes to the hospital. Michelle runs to Catherine. She's like, look, I can't do this anymore. This is just, I, I, this is not what I signed up for. And Catherine is like, well, you know, if you're that miserable, then I'm not going to make you stick with us. And well, she also, we also, uh, Michelle, uh, tells, uh, Catherine that, uh, Sarah's mom thinks that her dad just left town. Yeah. Like no, no one suspects any kind of foul play or that anything's wrong. They're just like, yeah, I guess dad left me. Yeah. He just yeah. left. It's a normal thing. He had his fill. So, so then didn't pack the next, anything, but you know, he right. traveled light. That's traveled always light. how dad was. He went out for a pack of cigarettes yeah. and never came back. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, oh, so, so then the next day, Catherine is taking Michelle to school early and Michelle is going to go and break the news that she's leaving the team. And, um, Perry's already well, there. Perry's there. I think Perry sleeps in the hallway at night. Yeah. And Carrie's like, you better have, like, she threatens her. Like, you better have your <laughs> shit together. She sees her coming. Yeah. And so then she goes in to talk to Mr. Johnson, and she tells Mr. Johnson, you know what? I quit. This is too much. This is just too much pressure. And Mr. Johnson says, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I have a way to take the edge off. And he gives her drugs. He gives her a bottle of Adderall and a bottle of Xanax. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm. The Adderall and, to come up, the Xanax to come down. That's how you right. explain yeah, it. Yeah, because Xanax Carrie, is an antidepressant, right? Carrie needed the Xanax. Yeah. Sure. She was. She had the Adderall. Well, Adderall, it's not an antidepressant, but it's like a... Xanax. Adderall is an upper and Xan- Xanax is a downer. Yeah. Yeah. Adderall is for people with, like, ADHD to help them focus. So, oh, so then we find out that Sarah had a drug problem because he asked, before he gave her the bottle of pills, he asked Michelle, are you taking anything? Are are you healthy? And he kind of grilled her a little bit. And he says the reason why is because... Sarah, he thinks that the reason why Sarah got got uh, OD'd was because Sarah had a drug issue. What's wild to me about this whole part of the storyline is that Michelle is supposed to be this super smart together girl. Like, you know, the the detective even notes, like, you were so smart to turn her on her side. She could have died. Like, wouldn't a person that clued in think, huh, Probably not cool that my teacher's giving me drugs so I can stay on this uh, decathlon team. Yeah, and it looked like he had like a, a desk full of yeah. drugs too. Yeah, something's not right about that. And he tells her, you know, don't mix the drugs. Like, just take one. He gives her like the instructions on how to do them. Do you say take one every four hours or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Which I don't. <laughs> You know, I don't take Adderall. I never have, but one every four hours seems a little excessive. I think he was saying that was the max. Okay. So, 
um, then then Carrie confronts Mr. Johnson, and she starts yelling. At, she starts yelling at him too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, well, let's not forget and, that Carrie is on Hatterall. <laughs> yeah, we and now we now know. know what Carrie's pills are and why she's so intense because she is pounding the Adderall. Never leave school. Yeah, and so she so she's yelling at the teacher, and the teacher's like, "Why don't you go learn math?" And so then we see Catherine and Wendy. They're working. Catherine is tired. Wait, wait, wait. Before that, when Carrie confronted uh, uh, Mr. Johnson, I don't remember what he said or did, but he had a total gay moment in in that scene. And then he tells Carrie that she needs to learn how to do math. And the he, thing is, though, too... It's such a bitchy thing to say. <laughs> nah, it's not nice. You all right there, Les? Yeah. But the thing is, though, the way the Car- that Carrie talked to him, it's like, wait, I'm the adult here. Yeah. So, I don't think you get to mind. play the I'm the adult here card, though, when you're giving students drugs. True. Sure. Yeah. So so yeah, there so Wendy and Catherine are working. Wendy tells Catherine, you know what, you're tired, you're stressed, just go home. And so Catherine leaves. Uh Wendy puts her earbuds in her ear and she's listening to some awful music. And while she's listening to her music, uh the thief comes in and starts going through stuff in the office and this was an unwarranted murder he like kills wendy for no reason like well, when she saw him but like i was like what? Was. yeah like but what did wendy you can't, if that's it because i was like you know you could have just knocked her down you didn't have to kill her yeah it didn't really make a lot of sense why like what was he looking for there and Wendy, you know, Wendy, Wendy had nothing to do with anything. She was just a friend. Yeah, why she was this? Well, even the mom, like, what, what, what is his intention of ransacking the mom's office? Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, 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 so back. To, so then we get back to Michelle, and Michelle starts popping pills, mm-hmm. and she's popping pills. Well, and then she pops a pill. And then she starts freaking out, and then they look, they show a fish, and the fish gets big. A fish? Yeah. <clears throat> Michelle yeah. on Adderall was very reminiscent of um, Jesse on Saved by the Bell on Caffeine. Yes. I'm so excited. Michelle goes cray cray. Yeah. Yes. And then <clears throat> her mom comes home. And she's like flipping out. Then, like Michelle's like starting to flip out. Uh, Catherine gets the call about Wendy, um, but but Michelle like, and she tries to tell Michelle, but she Michelle won't listen to her. Then Michelle wakes up, and the next day she slept in her clothes. She's had like like look, she looked like she had been on an Adderall bender. So she wakes up, still in her clothes. She pops more pills. 
And then we cut to Catherine, and she's, like, you know, sitting on the corner of their office. She's upset because her best friend is dead. Um, and and the, the detective asks her if she had any enemies. And she's even like, what the hell? We are, we're a printer. What, why would someone want to kill us? And runny ink. Yeah, I guess. So, so then Michelle is getting ready. She's on drugs. Proofreaders pushed to the edge. She goes to, she goes to class. She, she pops more pills. And at this point, She's just like popping them like Pez or like Tic Tacs. Yeah. She is then, spazzy. Then you, then you hear the, the voiceover, one pill every four hours. And I wrote, it sounded like the, extra, the instructions for on Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so then the guy, so this is how cold-blooded this movie is. The guy who wrote the book, who Catherine and Wendy were doing business with, then calls. And he's like, yeah, I know. Wendy just died, but I'm pulling my book. I don't give a shit if she just got murdered. And then Catherine's like, oh, no, you're not. We have a contract. And so Wendy, you know, uh, Catherine's like, no, we're going to do your book. We don't give a shit. You have a contract. We're not letting you out of it. F off. And so then Michelle pops more pills. At hmm. this point, it seems like she's probably done the whole bottle. Then Catherine shows up, and she just starts yelling at Catherine. Mm-hmm. And so then she yells at Catherine. And is like, I'm going to class! And goes to class. Um, she thought she quit. And poor, yeah. she poor Catherine, like, she still hasn't processed... The fact that her best friend and assistant has been murdered in her office, nor has she shared this with her daughter, and her daughter's just being an absolute nightmare out of the blue. Like, what a horrible thing to be going through in that moment as a mom. Yeah. Sucks. So, so, So then she goes to class, and she watches the class, and Carrie's all like, it's about time you got here. Like, who the fuck made you the teacher, Carrie? Like... So, so then uh, Mr. Johnson asks Michelle a question and she thinks for a second and then she blurts it out like on the Wizard of Oz when the Scarecrow got his brain and she like, she started going like really fast and answered the question. And Oh yeah, I put, it was like, it reminded me of that, that guy from the 80s. He used to do these commercials at the Federal Express or whatever, and he would do, like, the speed talking. And then yeah. they would kind of – they would just, like, plug him into roles on, like, sitcoms. Wasn't he in the this- uh, the Police Academy movies too, the fast-talking I guy? I don't know. They Because they would just plug him into shows, and it would just be, like, you know, just as for the gimmick where he would do the yeah. speed talking. Yeah. You might – Police Academy might be thinking of Michael Winslow who did the sound effects. Yeah. Right. I think you're right. So, so then Michelle finds out about Wendy – like. Michelle finds out about Wendy and then she goes by the, she goes by the crime scene and pops more pills. And then she starts yelling at Catherine. And I was like, this movie's like reefer madness, but for pills. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, you know, 
she just she's just getting like more flipped out and more flipped out and more flipped out. And, and in the I timeline mean, of the movie, by the way, she's only on like day two of ever having Adderall in her life, and she's already full blown addicted. Right, right. Like, yeah. like she's like the worst drug addict ever. You know. Um. So, so then I'm looking for my. I'm. I had to switch my notes here, so I'm looking for the rest of my notes. I have um, here, let's see. Michelle confronts mom. She tells her mom that she needs she needs to read that parenting book. Right. Yeah. Which was rude. And then the next day we see some random detective we haven't seen in the movie. She's like out for a run and she just happens to find the car with Sarah's dead dad in it. Yeah. It's this is actually it was in it was in the back of the school, right? I don't know exactly where it was, but I just thought it was odd that she's running. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's the car with the dig." Like, how did she know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and because yes, I can't believe I can't find my notes here. I have. So then they're at home. Michelle wakes up. She takes some pills. Then she just runs down the street. Oh, that's Mom right. looks, and there's a. Hill lands on the floor. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, that, those are the next scenes that Michelle was just running for no reason. Yeah. But then she kind of has this epiphany of like, oh, this is how Sarah OD'd. Right. So then, so then, and meanwhile, Catherine Googles the pills. And, oh, no, she Googles, what do you do if your kid's on drugs? Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so then... Yeah, so then they found the dad in the trunk, and the, the kids are all taking – they're taking a test, but then they all start getting texts about the guy found in the trunk. And then – I Carrie, love that they all had alerts set for that on their phone. Right. And then Carrie, <laughs> yeah. Carrie texts Galen, did you do Specific it? Specific app. Specific yeah, app for uh, Sarah's dad. <laughs> it's a really dark, dark side of next door. Yeah. Right, but but I love that Car that Carrie and like instantly texted Galen like, "Did you do it? Did you kill him?" Yeah, that was fucking rude. <laughs> He's trying to take my test here. Right, and then then Carrie starts flipping out like, "So what? He's dead. Take your damn test." Doesn't she say she's sick of the she's sick of the laziness? Does she say, yeah. she say that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the Adderall is like no laziness. joke. So then Michelle is like, I am done this. I've had enough. And so she gets up to leave. And then Carrie's like, sit down. Like yelling at her to sit her ass down. And then Michelle's like, uh, no. And leaves. Well, also, Car uh, Carrie mentions something about, you know, we know that you're going to go work for your mom. And Michelle's like, how do you know that? Because Michelle... Uh, our Carrie never uh, Michelle never told that to Carrie, and I don't that's think right. she told Doctor jo uh, Mr. Johnson either. Right, because that's because the um, because since Wendy passed away, she was going to go and help her mom out because she knew the job too. She was going to help her yeah. mom out before Wendy even died. She had decided that when she was going to quit the team. 
but didn't tell anyone at the school. So Carrie's or Michelle's questioning, like, how does anyone know this? Like, where are you getting this information? Right. So, so, um, so, so then she goes, Oh, so then the teacher who I guess is on Adderall as well. Cause care. Cause then Michelle leaves and he just starts throwing stuff. Around yeah. The classroom. Yeah. What was he throwing? I think a garbage can. Oh yeah. So he's and he's yeah, throwing yeah. stuff and then saying, "Sit out and take your tests." So he's on Adderall too. Like so, the whole class yeah. is on Adderall basically. And then Michelle is like running again, and then she runs. She runs home. Goes into her drawer for more drugs. They're gone. Catherine then attempts to have an intervention. And then Michelle is like, actually, I think that someone tried to make it look like Sarah OD'd, and I think it's Carrie. Mm. And so, so then Catherine's like, oh, okay, well, we need to go to the police immediately. But then Mr. Johnson comes over. And... He's barges just, in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And they just didn't even beat around the bush. He's just like, I'm the killer. Boundary problems in this movie. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the killer. I did this for the team. And he pulls a knife on the mom right away. Yeah. (laughs) Then this next part, I really didn't understand because, oh, so then we find out that he was on a decathlon team and they, they lost. And I guess it ruined his life. Because he goes into this monologue of, I wonder what my life would have been like if we would have won the the decathlon. Teachers like, must love watching this movie. Somebody, yeah. His life was ruined, so he had to become a teacher. Right. <laughs> so, geez. A teacher to get revenge, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I have a quote, quote from the mom. At one point, she, she says, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that, that happened, but I guess it was when he, like... Came after her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because then he has a knife. He has a knife. Yeah, yeah that, actually, that makes her whoa away. And, and he's like, you know, basically like with Michelle, you make one move and I'm going to, you know, cut, slit her throat. Tails of whoa. So this is, okay, so this is the worst killer in lifetime history and he ought to be ashamed of himself. I'm shaming him because... He's ready to slit her throat, yeah, and all she does is steps on his foot with sandals. She's not even on, not even wearing heels. She's wearing sandals. Yeah, and steps on his foot, and he drops the knife. Who, who are like, what kind of killer are you? Well, he doesn't drop. He ends up getting stabbed because he gets stabbed, and then he's pushed in the pool. And this is actually a pretty visually stunning death because he's in the pool, and then the blood is like rushing out of his body into this water. They probably had to drain that pool after shooting this. Yeah, but but seriously, what kind? But but what kind? How, what what kind of killer school did you go to? You let a woman half your size wearing sandals step on your butt and you drop the knife? Look, he's clearly not versed in uh in self-defense. He's a he's a book a book smart person who uh has studied for <laughs> decathlons his entire life. Yeah. But yeah, you're, I, but you're yeah, a I, I, 
you're a twonk. I'm sure you spent time at the gym. You look. Well, how many twonks yeah. do you know less that wouldn't be able to hold their own in a fight, though? Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But yeah, so so he so he yeah he died. Did he, or was he still alive? I mean, he was stabbed and fell in the pool, and it looks like he drowned. So I'm pretty sure he's dead. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he lived. Well, they didn't show him at the end, like because you, no, you, you know my favorite, you know my favorite lifetime endings where you think the person's dead and then. Three months later, and they show up at someone's doorstep or something. Yeah, they're like they, they, they always end up uh, basically repeating the cycle with a family we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah, with a new name. Yeah, like hi, I'm Mister Peterson. So he went from Mister Johnson to Mister Peterson. Mm-hmm. Like no, but that's what he would have done. Yeah, and then and then he goes to Asia and he's Mister Wang. Right, Freak. exactly. <laughs> so so then. We cut to time, time had passed, and we find out that Catherine actually wrote a parenting book. And then we go back to the decathlon classroom, and they're all excited. Oh, we find out Carrie got expelled because of drug use. We also, they were all using drugs. By the way, the mom's book's uh, title is called Deadly Decathlon, which would have been a way better title for this movie, by the way. Yeah, yes. it would have. I had yeah, it written down, right. but I was like, is that really the name of her book? Yes. <laughs> a very specific parenting book. Yeah. Um, and so that so then um so yeah, so we find out Carrie's been expelled for drugs, even though they were all on drugs. And then they're waiting for their new decathlon teacher, and Catherine walks in and Catherine's the new decathlon teacher. But that doesn't make any sense. How is she qualified to do this? Exactly. <laughs> They, they could have just ended it with she wrote a book called Deadly Decathlon, the end. That, that, they didn't need that other scene of the classroom because we do not care about those students. Right. right. And we never found out if they won. No, we didn't. We don't I, know what the outcome I, is. I would imagine your decathlon coach killing off some of the team members and dealing drugs to them might be a disqualifier. Yeah. Uh, we're going to sit this semester out. You know when they show up to the, like the school, the finals, and all schools get together that you you know they'll be getting some looks, right? Here come those weirdos! They're they're killing each other. They're, they're, they probably stay out of their way. I'm afraid so, they'll murder yeah, us. I'm sure. So so this movie was horrible, but I enjoyed it. Same. It was, it was so dumb. Horrible. It was. So yeah, I guess so. I think I'll go along with that. Yeah, it was awful. This was an asylum it. film. Asylum films. Yeah, well, Asylum needs to <laughs> keep to do something. Cranking out crap like this. Yeah. 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 And I'm surprised that it didn't make me mad. Like, I just, like, I was like, okay, whatever. Because it was entertaining, though. It was yeah. bad, but enter- it did entertain. I mean, it was such a low-stakes premise that was treated... With the gravity of a nuclear war. Yes. Yes. I, you know. My school I never, didn't have one of these teams. I, I never, I never knew the decathlon was just such a, a life, you know, a life maker. 
Did your schools have something like this? Mine did. Yeah, I, I was actually the, uh, the 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 team manager. Like, I wasn't on the team, but uh, it was called Scholastic Scrimmage, and you would compete against other schools in the area on the local PBS station. It was like a little quiz show. Uh, oh, because we had Model United Nations, and I was I, I was in Model United Nations. And so we would go to Holland every year, um, and it would like be schools around the world, and we'd go to The Hague every year for a week. And have like a mini like model United Nations, but high school students. Okay. But I wasn't killing people. <laughs> You'll admit. No, you get squabble. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Fernandez wasn't murdering my classmates. <laughs> Whole different experience. Mrs. Mrs. Fernandez, who was my model United Nations teacher. Okay. Hi, Mrs. Fernandez. Actually, I think people who I went to high school would listen to the show. So, if you're if you're listening, tell tell Mrs. Fernandez I gave her a shout out. Anywho, well, I guess that's it. And we finished early enough to go to Sunday Fun Day. Jason, you're going to Sunday Fun Day? Obviously. <laughs> I'll probably run into you. Okay. I, mean, I, always run, I always run into you at some point. I mean, it's Sunday, it's Monday. all right down the hill from where I live. Yeah. Both figuratively and literally. <laughs> what is that? What's that, Kurt? What is Sunday fun day? It's, uh, you go out on Sunday and you have fun. Oh, yeah. okay. No, that's fine. And I always end up running into Jason. <laughs> okay. I'm fun. What can I say? Yes. Well, sounds good. Anyway... Well, if you're not having Sunday Fun Day and you want to get a hold of me, you can drop me a line at my website, uh, com. Jason. If you are having fun on a Sunday Fun Day and want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Grindr. Uh, if you want to find <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave us all a, a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on that helps us find new listeners. Uh, you can find us all on Instagram and Facebook at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason Kurt. I'm at KurtFitzpatrick.com. I'd also like to use my time to have a give a public statement now to Joyce DeWitt. Uh, you have to shut the fuck up and let other people talk. I found a YouTube video of an anniversary of, of, of you on it with other cast members of Three's Company. You didn't let anyone else talk. Oh, poor Joyce DeWitt. Wow. You didn't let Larry talk. You didn't let some blonde woman who was on the show apparently when she was 18. I don't even know who she was. Jenny Lee Harrison? And then the second, the woman who replaced Cindy. That that would be uh, Terry. That's Priscilla Barnes. Yeah, but I don't yeah. remember this. This I don't remember this younger woman in Three's Company. She well, she only lasted half a season as a roommate, and then she was still under contract. But they they wanted to hire a better actress, so they squeezed her out of the show by making her go to college, and she moved into her own apartment. Oh, um, what, well, was anyway, Lana there? She was Chrissy's cousin. No, that Cindy. Was it was oh, that's who it was. No, yeah. but Joyce DeWitt kept she 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 like nobody else got to talk when I was watching. Uh, all right, that's all. Poor Joyce. Oh, oh, oh. And so I have a couple of shows coming up. Okay. If you are in Ohio, in Cincinnati, I have my show, The Real Black Swan, uh, that's going to be at the Cincinnati Fringe. And I am doing on June 16th, 
I during the Cincinnati Fringe, I'm actually going to Indianapolis to do a one. Oh my God, is that an autograph? The three's company. A, Who's signed the Joyce DeWitt? Joyce DeWitt signed this. Um, Richard Klein signed it, and Priscilla Barnes signed it. Oh my God! And Jenny, that's anyway. Jenny Lee Harrison up top there, Kurt. Oh, yeah, that's oh, okay. Um, oh, anyway, I'm doing a one-night-only performance in Indianapolis at the District Theater. Um, so you can find out more information either at, uh, the, at cincyfringe.com or you could go to, uh, I, I believe it's going to be promoted on the Indie, the Indie Fringe page, so just go to IndieFringe.com as well. Anything else? That's, That's it for me. Well... All right. Well, Jason, I'll probably see you in a few hours. So bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.